Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Imaginary Movie Podcast, a podcast where we watch a movie and then we talk about it. And I am Carl Weathers' um, detached arm still firing a minigun at the Predator <laughs> because I am that committed. Uh, my name's Sam, and so you cooked up a film and dropped the three of us in a meat grinder. <laughs> and I'm Ross. Yeah, what's the matter, Dave? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> That's exactly the problem. Um, That's what we're here for, Ross's Arnie accent, <laughs> which which I I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna suggest and and please please Ross make that just every single line that you speak in this can be in the Arnie voice. I think yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like you're joking. I actually did consider it, but I was like, it takes a lot of effort. <laughs> to get, to get My throat will be very sore afterwards. Well, it's not that, but like I was practicing that line, and a couple of times it came out like South African, and I was like, don't risk it. <laughs> don't risk it. <laughs> No, it's tricky. It takes practice. Uh, so this week we watched uh, 1987's uh, movie Predator, uh, which, for a shocker, uh, is a movie I had never seen. Um, shame. Absolutely shame. diabolical. It's a bad, it's a bad Burn thing. Burn the heretic. Dave. Burn the heretic. Mm. Yeah. Listen, this guys, is, um... when I was a kid, Manuel would have no scary movies in the house no violence you didn't like it so you had to go to a friend's house and my friends like alien the, my friends in a sleeper hold alien right and that was how it went you know so we watched the alien movies i would argue aliens a hell of a lot scarier than predator oh yeah terrifying. totally totally absolutely terrifying yeah mm. so this is what is it how many Arnie movies have we done is this our second Arnie movie well we did uh, genesis genesis <laughs> And Sam, Sam did Salvation. Did we do so that? We or did we do Salvation? No, or, we did Salvation. Sam did I watched Gen Weiss's. Yeah. Then we did Jingle All the Previous Way. Previous episode. Oh, we yep. did Jingle All the Way. I totally repressed that. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> and now I think this is our third official Arnie movie. Right. No. I we, we, with us because there's a big back catalogue mm. and we, we really could have hit more things in the Arnie it's a lot. It's a lot of restraint, isn't it? Not just, just watch Arnie movies all the time because they are mostly pretty fun and mm. engaging and he's you know, he's he's a fun guy. I like I like Arnie. He's good. We should for the future we should do uh, his first movie, which is like Hercules in New York, because that is deliciously horrible. <laughs> it is. is it is it I haven't seen it, Ross, but is the performance like Dolph Lundgren in Masters of the Universe, where he can't really speak any English? Dolph Lundgren comes off as Al Pacino compared to... <laughs> 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 and I love wow. him. I love the guy. You know what I mean? I'm a Daniel Day-Lewis over there. <laughs> <laughs> I love the guy. He kind of is what he is, Arnie, though, isn't he? Like, you know, I think he, I think he has a, a wonderful filmography, but, you know, he is... I think above a Stallone and a Van Damme, but oh, like yeah. below oh, yeah. he's, anyone he's, who's actually a, actually an actor, you know? He's the pinnacle. It's actually crazy because a lot of Arnie's movies, I mean, we were talking about Predator, but a number of Arnie's movies, um, one, you know, have been very fortunate, you know, and we're going to talk about Predator in a second, but two as well, like some of them, Arnie sort of, before, before it blew up, Arnie sort of discounted them. So like the first and foremost one is The Terminator, and like Arnie just wrapped up filming on Conan and he was doing an interview and he's like, Oh yeah, I'm doing some movies and I'm wearing a leather jacket. He says, Yeah, he says, it's just it's it's just something to pay the bills really. And then obviously that exploded. I was like, Oh yeah, Terminator, big passion project. <laughs> big passion project of mine. 
yeah. He is he is the 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 um the living example of the American dream in the modern day. You know, he's a man who was an Austrian farmer and was oh, like, definitely. Oh, this, isn't, this isn't for me. He moved to the US and, you know, apart from the legal... I genuinely got, think... Got ripped. <laughs> middle, middle, middle. Yeah. I think he got ripped in Austria, to be fair. Just to be yeah. accurate here. But, like, the man's career is, like, strength to strength to strength to strength, culminating yeah. in... And we shouldn't talk about this, go, go long on this, but covering... Culminating in him being the governor of California, and I really think in a world where Donald Trump can become president, if if the American legal system allowed it, Schwarzenegger would have run and been elected. And I'm not saying that's yeah. a good thing. I'm just, just like the uh, Simpsons movie, yeah, yeah. just like Simpsons. Movie. I have, yeah, and exactly. I absolutely agree with that, Dave. And you know, you mentioned like Trump there, and and when he was governor, you you've mentioned two things that sort of turned me off on Schwarzenegger, then sort of like put me back on with them. And like, because um, we we were just talking briefly, and like you know you know I was I'm a massive fan of Schwarzenegger, and then you know we became governor of California, and then there's that thing where American politicians they always blame you know when there's a school shooting it's like oh video games video games is the problem with school shootings, and then like Schwarzenegger was one of the guys like yeah fucking video games, and I was like <laughs> like. For- for like one of the biggest action heroes, and, and yeah, Schwarzenegger, who has perpetuated many, many cine- cin- cinematic school shootings. Not, not how, many ki- how many deaths? Not, not how many that. kills has, has Schwarzenegger <laughs> yeah, got they, on screen? They, they like, <laughs> tens of not, thousands. Not, like in Commando, he killed three hundred people. Anyway, but like <laughs> not just that. But there was a time when they were saying, "Oh, action movies, you know, cause children to be violent and all that." There, and they were like, "No, come on, it's just entertainment." And then this fucking guy just turns around and goes, yep, video games. It's the, it's the video games. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's video games. I genuinely don't play believe. Um, I genuinely think that's just generational, though. Like, you know, I think it's older people don't play video games, so they assume video games are. It, you know, it's called. Be evil. It's, it, it's called a moral panic. That's what it's called. Google it. Um, in So in, in Predator. And this is 1987. <laughs> oh, yeah, the movie. Smooth, Sam. Wow. Smooth. We're moving on. I am moving so lucky to in... work with a professional like you. <laughs> in in this film, in this film where we get to see lots of violence, there's your link, Ross, there's your link, uh, we get to see a team of commandos on a mission in Central America uh, who find themselves hunted by an extraterrestrial warrior. Kind of a good, like, this is, this is a weird film. This is a weird film for me. Like, I find this a bit, a bit kind of, discordant because you've got this like action movie war film type of thing mm. and then halfway through there's like a there's an alien or there's it's like a weird premise for a movie well it's but it's even, a good premise it's not even but it's halfway a good through premise. sam so let's talk about like the start of this movie let's talk about the very first shot we get is of a spaceship flying through space oh yeah now I forgot about that like you, there's a good reason for that sam but Turnin said <laughs> he forgot about it he said it was always in the script but That's that brilliant. they didn't get the footage for it until about two days before the film was completed to go to um, theatres. Like, Amazing. so he basically never saw it. So it was in the script, but they, they the way they, obviously, because there's no actual filming going on, it's just a special effects shot. Like, they just outsourced it to a third-party company who delivered the footage really, really late. So he's like, so I totally forgot for a long stretches of time, McTurnan did, that there was an alien aspect to this movie for long stretches of time, which I think is phenomenal. Yeah, because you could you could be um, you could quite easily think that that Arnie is the predator. Like that's the point of the film is that he's the one who's going to be going around. 
you know, being predatory and like it's yeah. it is. It's Kevin it's Spacey. Rumble, it could have been Rumble by another name. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. What I, what I do think though is that it's like it's one of those great ideas for a film. I think I think it was a spec script, wasn't it? So it's this you know a, a script that's been floating around and eventually it lands on someone's desk. And but it, uh, but I think it was Joel Silver actually who yeah I yeah so. yeah who was involved in this big big name now. But it's one of those great spec scripts that just like this is just a cool idea. You know, a bunch of a bunch of uh, of soldiers get hunted by an alien and we get to see them one by one picked off and get a bunch of muscly oiled up you know guys chuck them in at central america and see what happens like there's a, there's a good there's a good i film here just in concept and that's actually- an idea i think that's been like played out quite a lot um in different ways i mean the hunger games is a good example of like a people murdering each other in the in the forest sort of thing um there's an older movie and i can't remember anyone who's in it which is a similar premise with convicts where they have to kill each other um battle royale i feel like Ooh. huh battle royale yes um which is like a it's this premise that's been played out but yeah. i think the fact that it's an alien hunting them is like novel enough i mean that, yeah. the one you know, thing for me is you know this was described before as like you know sort of like a horror movie and up until i think you guys sent me a link i had never thought of this as a horror movie but like you know, if you look at you take out Schwarzer, you take out the beefy men and just replace them with normal people, then yeah, that's a pretty screeching scary... women. Yeah, yeah, yeah screeching totally women. Is, you know, yeah. like you know, teenagers trying to have sex or something. Um, <laughs> oh like, yes, please get that in this movie. Like, easy, Dave. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying, you know, and I think it sounds weird, but like having Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers and Jesse Ventura on stage. On stage, on camera, you feel safe. You're like, oh, it's not, it's not a horror movie anymore. It's an action movie. These guys can't lose. I mean, all of them do. Carl Weathers loses an arm. I mean, Christ. What, he got what stops it? What stops it being a horror movie for me is is you're exactly right, Ross. It's the cast, and it's the fact that like, as obviously like a, I'm sure this is a thing in Hollywood. Like Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jesse Ventura, they all have like a cool clause. <clears throat> like, <laughs> yeah. I have to look really fucking cool at all times like and that's just you know written into their contracts for everything and it's the one-liners from arnie like there's a couple here which we can get into when we get to them and like the quippiness of it and the pussy jokes at the beginning as well like they just kind of like it doesn't feel like i should they should be i'm not scared like i'm scared in alien i'm not like tense like i'm tense in alien because it's just a little bit funnier than that, maybe. Definitely. But again, you take out the beefy men and you put in, you know, like the the jock on the football team, you know, making pussy jokes or what have you, it fits right in. You know, it's and you're like, Oh, these guys are gonna die and they don't even know. They are not prepared yeah. for this situation. But because you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger's very safe biceps, you're fine. You know, it's just it's, it's, just take you in his arms and you feel really safe for us. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Exactly. It's it's that good blending of genres that you can have, like where if if they leaned on some of the horror tropes, you know, and had more of those shots where you you can tell that there's someone behind them, or like they don't yeah. do any of that because it's 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 like it's an action movie with an alien in it I rather say, than necessarily. I would say they try and movie. do that, Sam, but it doesn't maybe land because of the really janky effects. Yeah, well, of yeah, they, the, they, of the predator yeah. in like um, camouflage. I think that the the fact that they can't, the way that they have to make those shots work means that whenever he's in camouflage, he's usually like very far away. 
you don't really see him like moving around behind the cast and i think that's a technical issue but like so you, you don't ever until the final like culminating battle scene you don't really understand how big the predator is you know you don't see a lot of him and I, the, the threat is diminished because of that i think I don't know. I I would argue. I think that it's something. It to me, it feels deliberate. Where you see the point of view from the predator's perspective. You know, where he's sort of watching Arnie or hunting one of the other characters, and even um, Billy, who he can somehow sense the predator, and he looks off in the distance, and then you see what Billy's looking at, but you can't see anything. And so there probably isn't any special effect. You know, him being camouflaged, but you're like, oh, he's there and he's watching him. Do you know? I I think those were like deliberate shots to sort of build that. I still agree with Dave, though, that it sort of, for me, it misses the mark. I didn't feel scared. I felt like, oh, these guys are going to be fine. It's fine. A lot of that as well is the fact that, I know it's silly and staff, but a lot of this movie takes place during the day. And I know it's silly, but because it's so bright, like it makes it more difficult to hide the Predator in the background of a shot. And it, you feel more, you feel safer because there's so much sunlight. Whereas if you darkened this movie up... Mm. If you just had it be like, oh, there's so much jungle, we can't, you know, it's dark and it's wet and, and it's a very dry movie. Like, if it was wetter and darker and a little bit more ambience in a scene, I think there maybe would be a bit more tension and, like, a bit more of that. Yeah. It's it's good, though, isn't it? That's the thing. Like, I, I think as much as as much as much there's... The, the entire time this film is is verging on trash we are so close <laughs> we are so close to it just falling into the trash chasm that we're that we're never going to escape from but the film manages to kind of hold it manages to do all the things that it's trying to do like adequately enough and almost good in some places and that as an overall thing i think really like it it does work. It is really fun, and it's ridiculous, and it's stupid, and it's great, and that's the kind of yeah. what you want from a film like this, isn't it? You yeah, know, absolutely it is. So, talking about ridiculous and stupid, we have the 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 sort of like the the heavy baggage um, setting up of this movie. Now, this starts out with something I love. We get loads of helicopter shots. I fucking love helicopters. Like more helicopters in movies, please. Um, so we get our opening, and we see basically like um, Schwarzenegger's team flying into you know it's colombia or it's you know central america somewhere it's not important where it's a base it, exactly and he flies it's in. not vietnam it's, it's not, not vietnam. vietnam no um <laughs> but he flies in and uh and and he's smoking a stogie and he looks he's wearing you know they're all like you know geared up and and schwarzenegger by the way with this little half beard thing he's got going on works you Love know it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Approve. We got um, we got Blaine played by Jesse Ventura, who, other than the other than the the homophobic line, has this great like he's chewing tobacco and he we says this say, stuff. Uh, another former U.S. governor, Jesse Ventura. Jesus yeah. Christ, he Jesse was governor Ventura, of Minnesota. Though, he's actually more. Um, I don't want to say centrist because that's not giving him just, but he's more sort of like left leaning for a Republican as well. He's more left. Oh yeah, yeah. Than, I think like he was. He, I think he was a governor for the Reform Party. Oh, I like, see. That's right, yeah, guys. Sticks, there are more than two parties in America. I think it's a kind of more like maybe centrist. I don't know. Anyway, but mm. he, he this great line. He's tuning back. It's this stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus, <laughs> just like me. <laughs> Which I, I was sure that someone was going to have as their open line, but no one did. <laughs> well, Dave just used so, a sexual dinosaur to me. <laughs> there we go. It doesn't need to be said, does it? 
but the, uh, the that, like that that introduction when you you get to you know do a, a kind of pan around the characters and, and yeah. see who everyone is like everyone's working at that level of like I am the toughest man in the room you know and that's what I'm gonna that's how I'm gonna come come you know come at this it's a mm. good it's a good intro it's 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 fantastic and like you get everything from it I mean like the guy who's reading comics and always like I don't know if he's reciting these jokes from the book he's reading or what but he seems to always be on a mission to make Billy laugh Billy being the sort of resident like out of all of them he's he's killed people for fun and collected their teeth most likely <laughs> yeah. yeah like there's a real um a bit we, we're going to touch on trivia all the way here but mm. I think that there was a version of this movie before obviously the casting <laughs> where the Billy character was the main character um and was going to be you know much more of a I think this kind of implied like a Native American character. Oh, um, wow, yeah. And that was going to be more sort of like a... You know, and it's a very different movie, but that was kind of... So some of that is left over in the script where he does have this kind of like sixth sense and, mm. you know... It's going I am there. so glad he is not Native American. Just yes. because... The, or the, the mystic native, like, fuck's sake. <laughs> Can we not do that, please? It would be... <laughs> Again, like, yeah, we get bits of it, but it's never like, oh, he's a he's, he's a Shumash Indian or whatever. I don't mean to... Yeah. I mean, but Sam, like, are you, you going to tell yeah, Sonny Landon racism. that he shouldn't do that? Because I'm not. I'm not going to say that to him. Oh. <laughs> oh, landslide. <laughs> that's, your, that's your sexual dinosaur, Sam. That's <laughs> <Come laughs> my dinosaur. <laughs> so, so, yeah, this, this is, like... McTiernan has said that this is not a war film and he never intended to mm. make a war film. I kind of like, and I, and I think there's certain parts where I think he was a bit worried that the storming of the um, of the base later on, I think he was a bit, he was a bit concerned that it had, this had basically turned into a war film. And, and he was right. I kind of have to agree with him because I, I think this, this kind of is a war film. Like it is, it is in, yeah. in every way except that there's not, you know, like another side, you know, other than the predator, but you've got you've got like a very typical. We're choppering into yeah. you know into into the hot zone. Uh, Vietnam. It's not Vietnam, but we're we're choppering in, and America's not quite ready to I think embrace that in a in a lighthearted way maybe in eighty six. <laughs> um, but we've so that's happening. We've got like big guns. We've got camouflage. We've got you know it's a jungle and the whole thing's there, and then we get to see like the. These these kind of mutilated bodies as the as the starting point. We so do. I think this is a war film. I think he's. I don't think he's right, and I think that it's a war film a for good, the first act at a least. A good chunk of this is a war movie, and I would say pretty good. Yeah. Like I was pretty and entertained fine. and carried along. I do think we should mention Carl Weathers now because like I want to address the scene where he meets him and Arnie meet again. Oh, this fantastic like, scene. <laughs> a scene I have seen a thousand times and never really understood what it was from. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is the the arm, so they they kind of like grab each other's arms. One of the best we could do things. it now, I think, and and it'd be comparable. You know, we've all got the muscles, haven't we? <laughs> yes, Sam. If if yeah. your arm got put next to mine or Ross's, like the scale would be the same. <laughs> I'll give you a good go. Don't worry, we'll have an arm wrestle. One of the so, um, but the, one of the best the, the, things the, the, I've the, seen with that with that arm clasp is like there's a gif where you see like the two hands. Whoosh, and then the next frame, then it's just like this mushroom cloud explosion, <laughs> just from the sheer power. It's absolutely. Sorry, go on, Sam. 
Well, there's also there's also like a like a drawn version of that, isn't there? Which I think has been like someone's you know MS painted over it, which is yeah. used as well as a bit of a movie. So that's great. Like, and it's it, it, as you've never seen the film, Dave, and I don't think I'd actually connected it in my head to that being a predator. I love that we can do that now. That we can we can watch a movie <laughs> and like forty five minutes in go. Hey, that's that's that meme that's I know. Like gift, that's yeah. that's a that's a great gift. It's, 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 it's a great cultural gift osmosis, which we talk about a lot, and like yes. Family Guy's got tons of jokes about there's vegetables, yeah. and one of them one of them does a, an Arnie voice and says, "Get to the chopper," and they they board a helicopter. Um, like there's loads of uh, uh, you know culturally large things where Predator is big because it's this massive movie from. You know, the, from 1987, where everything was fine, communism was still there, and we really knew what was going on. <laughs> we knew um, who the bad guys were, yeah. Exactly. But Carl Weathers, I think, is a good a good foil for um, Arnie in this movie, where he's kind of like, they're mates, they're pals, but, you know, Arnie's a soldier, and Carl Weathers is a, you know, he's a questionable CIA man, you know? Yeah. Like Ross's line off the top, he's, the CIA's got him pushing too many pencils. No, the CIA's <laughs> CIA got him toppling got to too, many too many governments. <laughs> yeah. Um, toppling governments is what he's doing. Absolutely, he's, he is assassinating people and toppling governments. He's he's importing crack cocaine into the inner city. <laughs> yep. Is what he's doing. <laughs> he's like CIA. Tell you what, he's not. He's looking good doing it. Oh my god! <laughs> One of the things I texted you guys last night was like when Carl Weathers came on, and I oh my god, his skin looks fantastic. <laughs> it was such a weird thing. It was such a weird thing to get hung up on. Dude, but like I said, dude, the first thing I noticed in this movie, I said, was Arnold Schwarzenegger's got a really sexy neck. I don't know, but it's just the first. I was like, wow, it's a really so, good looking I'm neck. So, I'm so glad I've got yeah. a wife because otherwise I'd be questioning myself right now. But, but you honestly, know, I don't, and therefore questions abound, and that's fine. Not, not, not there's anything wrong with that. Uh, but no, the, no, the, just, it, it, I'm just glad I'm not confused. At the moment, yes, yeah. Well, you're not. It does like, look <laughs> legally. Confused. It does look like they're all they're all just in in a jungle, working out constantly, twenty four hours a day, and, and acting occasionally. Well, Schwarzenegger which is exactly what yeah, they were yeah. doing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what they were. Doing. Carl Weathers. I think one of the producers said, like, one day, me, me, Carl Weathers, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Firstly, I'm like, okay, so I would be out at that, at that point, you know, like <laughs> Arnie and Carl Weathers want me to go on a run, and they went they went on a run in the morning for like you know, an hour and a half and he came back and he was dying and then they did like the gym and then they had breakfast and then they did some acting and then before they went to bed they ran for another hour and a half and like, and this and this producer's like, I was, uh, you know, I was so sore. I was like, what, what's, why did you even think that you could keep up with these, with these guys? What's going on in your mind? I know, but, but they're all, they're all, um, Jesse Ventura as well. I mean, all of them just look like they are pumped through the roof, you know, in terms of, in terms of the amount of muscles on them, and except probably maybe, some except maybe the additives. two the, the two guys um, played by uh, Richard Chaves Chavez, Richard Chavez and <laughs> oh, Shane Black. Black. Yeah. That's the one I'm yeah. thinking of. They're yeah. like your more sort of like string beanie sort of, you know. Poncho and Hawkins. They looked, other, than, Hawkins. other than one of them wearing glasses, they looked really similar. I had trouble yeah, telling them apart. It was really confusing. I'm glad it, it was. wasn't just me. I, was like, I oh, thought he was dead. Oh, that must have been the other one. It's the other, it's the other guy. Yeah. yeah. And it was only, only for the thick rim glasses that set them apart. Yeah. Anyway, where are we in the movie? Well, well, basically, they've, they've been sent in to try and. Um, to try and find, like, the 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 green berets because that's that's what they're no, no, that's no, no. what they're sorry, sorry Sam I don't mean to 
be a pedant, but that's not what they're doing. Um, they are sent in to rescue some hostages, and the hostages were two VIPs, and I think one of them was a congressman or something. Right, that's or it. Like yeah, a, that's it. So they, they basically, they know where the helicopter went down. We need to find these two people who've gone missing. Mm-hmm. Because as yeah, Arnie says, minister. as Arnie says, minister. he doesn't do like black ops, even though you absolutely you totally yeah. do. He does. You take orders. He says like you know he doesn't he doesn't murder people. They don't they don't assassinate people, and they're like they don't topple governments. You're like, dude, you absolutely do. Which army? Yeah. What Why army? Not? Are you Why in? not? Come on. Or what are it's you a major 80s. of? Yeah, you're you're America. Like it's I would fine. love to know so, like, what army you're allowed to go. Oh no, don't fancy that one today. No, what else you got? <laughs> Ross, they must be the A-team. They must essentially be the A-team. Like, you know, if you've got a problem and you can't, you know, you call the A-team and for some reason it's it's Arnie and a bunch of, like, beefy dudes. But when they get there, when they get there, that's when they ha- that's when they kind of realise that there's already been a team sent in and, and Carl Weathers has tricked them all and Arnie's not very happy about it. And this team has been, like, ritually killed. <laughs> They're hanging upside down. Skinned alive, great, like great um, uh, uh, effect work. The physical effects of that, mm. because they just look like glistening, but this horrible, like yeah. you know, it's blood it's everywhere. Pretty gory movie, really. It is gory, um, and it's quite like oh, your first twenty minutes, you're getting straight into the gore, which is yeah. good. I like it's fun, you know. So, but that's 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 where they that's where the things start to turn, isn't it? Is that they're thinking shit, like this is this is not this is more complicated than we thought it was. And things don't add up as well. You have like um, Billy says, you know, like they were here um, and they were shooting all around them, but they didn't hit anything. And, and he's like, I can't find any tracks. I don't know what they were shooting at. And it's like a. Obviously, we know as the viewer, we kind of like we've seen the spaceship just to bring us back. We've seen the spaceship at the beginning. We kind of like again in twenty twenty one. We know what predator is it's like we know but they have no idea they just think oh some nasty shit's gone on here yeah not the Viet Cong because this isn't Vietnam it's not Vietnam they did have a military advisor in though I think he basically ran them all on a on a boot camp for from for you know so you, you kind of like you get you're getting into that real feel of like shit you know we're in a jungle and now we have to try, try and find these uh, this this cabinet minister but also maybe try and look for the rest of these Green Berets who have been absolutely just destroyed. Literally slaughtered. Skinned alive is what they say. Like, they somehow know that these people were alive when they were skinned. Well, they had, like, like etched on, like, faces of pain, didn't they? Like, But then again, that might be just the lack of skin. Don't know. It's hard (laughs) to know, Ross, because I'm not a doctor. Or someone who skins people professionally. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. not yet we'll not you. We'll what see. are you saying I said, I said professionally <laughs> professionally yeah that's good <laughs> everyone's got to start somewhere <laughs> the, um, the, the, so yeah, we get that confrontation between <clears throat> the two um, and w- between Arnie and Carl Weathers Carl Weathers is like you know, I I did what I had to do, and I got you here, and now we're going to complete the mission. You know, we're going to do all this because yeah. Arnie knew <coughs> one of the, one of the Green Berets, so like that's the mm-hmm. big thing. There is like he knows this guy wasn't a dickhead, essentially. Like he knows he was a professional. Um, but the next bit really is kind of like the this is the this is the war movie inside of this movie, isn't it? Mm. Um, this is where they come we, on the girls' camp. It, it's also probably the most action actiony bit of the movie. Where like none of these guys have a fucking scratch on them. It's ace. 
Well, I yeah. mean, um, Jesse Ventura, he got shot in the arm, but he didn't have time to bleed. As he ain't we got later time to bleed, out. Ross. <laughs> exactly. Um, this is a great line. But this is yeah. where like we get all of our like Arnie sort of like one liney quippy things. We get <laughs> loads of this. So we, I'll let you guys say about the other things. But well, when he breaks into the office and shoots the camp leader with with this gun, this guy just flies forty five feet out of the window. Well, that's obviously the thing. on that, a line. Like, that's what it's I love. So cartoony. That's what good. I love the detail about it because he's not because he's got the under barrel like grenade launcher. So he shot him with the grenade, and that's what's propelled him. Obviously, he was on the line, sure, yeah. But then he obviously and he and he shot the guy, the other guy, then with bullets. And like, he, like there was no way for like the audience to know that, you know, on the first viewing. But they I'm put not it saying in. it doesn't make sense, Ross. I'm just saying like it's a crazy shot. Like Ali shoots wonderful. this guy, and he just flies away. Not before saying knock knock. <laughs> After he's broken <laughs> the door down, the yeah. Door. <laughs> oh. There's there's lots of good quotes from from this scene. Uh, obviously, like maybe the stick around one stick is around. the one that just stick. It just that sticks with me. Indeed, this um, is a weird. That's a weird shot. Where again, just to sort of like derail this again a minute for trivia, I was reading that that like knife that he throws is like this enormous fucking you know machete type thing, mm. and basically it was um, somebody. Uh, I assume somebody the production knew were desperate to like improve their business by having making a prop for this movie. So they made that knife, but apparently it was so fucking enormous and useless that, like, they put it in this shot so that Arnie would no longer have to carry it around. <laughs> that was... Um, me, it's a good thing, because it... I don't know about it, you guys, it but goes, for me, that was the worst piece of, like, physical special effects in the movie, because it looked like a foam sword, you know, like that, that, that my son would be, like, swinging around. It was so... It looked so rubbery. It looked terrible. And it, and, it, and it had to be pretty big because it managed to go through the guy's entire chest and then pin him to a wall. Yeah. Uh, which still, which is still quite like a good of blade and then the hilt yeah. sticking out. <laughs> it's excellent. It, that, that whole sequence, I think, is excellent. It's like a really, really great uh, action mm. set piece because you get... And all the, all, the, all the characters get to have their moments as well. You know, like yeah. the Ventura with that minigun. Okay. Now, was... he's... The, the, I know, I know, it's insane. It's insane. He's carrying around a, a minigun. I need to get into Which this. is usually mounted on a helicopter. <laughs> right. So I don't know if it was on this movie or it was uh, Terminator. I think it was this movie where basically, like, uh, I watched some, like, you know, uh, director's cut. This is on, like, a DVD years ago. But they're saying, obviously, they made it specially for, you know, this character. And, like you said, Sam, these guns are normally mounted on the sides of helicopters. And um, the thing, as well, is not only do you have to carry the gun and the ammunition. It's not a purely mechanical thing. It needs like a battery to run as well because you need something to keep it revolving. Um, you know, norm- normal guns like you know a pistol or whatever or a revolver. You pull back the hammer and that's what propels it. And then like slide lock pistols, the sliding mechanism helps chamber the next round. So this minigun just by itself doesn't isn't able to do that. So you need some sort of mechanism in. He is lugging that fucking like what sixty pound weapon and. The ammunition, like you see the ammo, like crate on his back, and not to mention like a sidearm, like submachine gun, and he'd have to carry the battery as well. I'm just like, there's no, it's fucking amazing. There's no way. How do you even aim? Do you know how do you even well, hold it still? <laughs> for the movie, they um, basically there was like a power cable running down Jesse Ventura's leg that like trailed behind him, and they hit it with leaves. Like there that was go. the only way to make yeah. the gun. 
fire in the movie was to like like you are you are right Ross like there's just no way he could have carried all of that around even to film a fucking movie <laughs> and and it was a, it was really working obviously they weren't shooting stuff although i think that i think maybe that during the the bit where they're firing into the into the trees they actually did i, I can't i couldn't i couldn't tell I, but it seems uh, i did look into this sam it it goes they they slow it down so it's actually rotating at about a third of the speed it usually would, and that's so right. that you can see it because otherwise it would you just be wow. one solid it's, thing. It's In got that a firing. Scene you're talking about mm-hmm. it's firing blanks, right? So they yeah. are actually yeah. firing, which is enough to to make um, trees blow up. Yeah, well done. So, but it, it can fire between two thousand and six thousand rounds um, <laughs> per per minute. Which, Why when you, would when you, you bring it, this to a fucking black ops well, mission in the jungle? It's, um, it's yeah. also the first time that gun was used on screen handheld. So like he get so that you know, it's, and it's become so iconic. Like you think about all of those, like Gears of War. You know, there's one character that has like a minigun, and you can in Halo or you can grab a minigun and walk around with it. Like that yeah. comes from this movie. Like that's so cool to have that. I mean, you have it in like other games as well, like Doom and all. You're right, Sam. But like even think about what you said as well, Sam. Like two to six thousand rounds per minute, and then you see scenes where Jesse basically opens fire on these gorillas, and like, uh, and you see the squibs like, Ugh, oh, they would be literally cut in half, cut. Yeah, in they half. would be dust, like, liquefied, just paste, just <laughs> like, like, I'm like, it's it's a really it's a bit of a pedantic thing to get hung up on, but I just I love it. But I'm like, come on, that's. And and Ventura, there's a if you watch there's a, a twenty five minute um, making of documentary on YouTube, which is very fun. And he there's a there's a bit in it where he's like, I think he knew how to use it because he fired one on a helicopter or whatever. But now he was doing it in you know in, in handheld. And there's a bit where he he's saying, you know, first time we were we were getting ready to fire it, and I pressed the button, you know, pulled the trigger, and everyone's jaws just dropped. Like they didn't get the shot because everyone was just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> to see to see this absolute. And you think, why don't they just give everyone one of them? <laughs> like they could, they could flatten this country in about three hours. Like they wouldn't need yeah. to even. They could just there's, bomb the whole place. The big gardening easier. There is some good because there's a there's a lot of like trivia about the guns in this movie. I think like us being you know in a country where we aren't allowed to go and shoot up schools and things. I mean, sorry, um, we aren't <laughs> able to go and shoot up schools and things. Um, wow, Dave, that was a bit below the belt. Move on. You don't see me Again, doing that sort of thing. America, you know, sort yourself out. Um, like That's we obviously cut. aren't as as um, as well well versed in guns, but like there are hundreds of articles online about like this is a modified blah 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 like uh Arnie's gun the grenade launcher that's underneath it is just like a production thing they just taped something there basically like that's not something that that exact one rather isn't something that really existed like i'm not saying yeah. grenade launcher yeah you can't get grenade yes yeah. i'm just saying that yeah. that isn't what this gun is whereas all the a lot of the guns in the movie are actual real guns that they've like you know, I think you'll find I've played Ghost Recon. Yeah. I know my guns. Thank anyway, you very much. Anyway, what, what I'm saying is there's a lot here for like gun gun nerds. I'm not necessarily saying that's us, but like, you know. Well, we just spent there. 10 minutes talking about a minigun. But yeah, yeah that's a minigun, Sam. Come on. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. What, just, are, what are we? Made of stone? <laughs> 
but the, but but the whole scene where we get to first see this and we get to see we get to see the grenade launchers, we get to see just wanton destruction. It's just like it's an amazing bit. It's the Arnie lift a car. I'm glad you brought that up. I was about to mention that, Dave. That is the one thing <laughs> out of that whole sequence. I'm like, this could have been like a really well sort of thought out shot. But like, because being so tactical, they took out you know the guys in the in the in the nest, and then the guard post, and they're being synchronous, you know, the hand gestures, you know, to keep silent, and then you're talking right, okay, I'm gonna blow up the 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 the, the engine, whatever, and he's like, oh, hang on, no, what I'll do is I'll lift the car and send it flying, right? <laughs> Just because well, Ross, it's very simple, right? These these rebels or these insurgents, whoever they are. Not yeah. the Viet Cong. These, the, the, this army have... of a democratically elected <laughs> government, <laughs> which the, <that> <laughs> these anti, people are anti-US, overthrowing. US, let's not forget, anti-US. Communists. Um, or possibly uh, just not pro-US enough. Um, <laughs> they've got a downtime. Like, the guys, they're just working on this truck. They're like, oh, we're just fixing this truck up, Commander. As to why it's running, etc. Don't think about it. Just don't think about it. It's well, yeah, like, don't. Don't it's, think about any of this. It's a fun excuse as to why these six guys are able to take down this camp of thirty soldiers. You know, like it's, it's a fun little, yeah. It's absolutely. But wonderful. but 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 it's what we're here for because this is like an action movie. So we 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 don't you know like you've got to play by the rules of whatever film you're in, and that's I think that's where this works is that. You know they're going to destroy it. You, these guys are unstoppable. We've been told all this. We like we we know we we understand the tropes and and the the story constructs. So I think it works really well. It's also like a good piece of um, it's a good piece of action before we get into the rest of the film, which is full of tension and it's and it's and it's all these people being killed by the by the predator. Like so, we, we it's a good bit of framing to say we're going to get a scene where we see these people just absolutely destroying and killing yeah. countless people and then blowing and then later on they're going to get picked off one by one easily and they're going to be all yeah you know completely fucked but like, it's, it's a clever way of Sam, because it introduces us to our um industry mandated uh one female character in the whole movie <laughs> for yes. no fucking reason this film failed the bechdel test entirely <laughs> just in case you're wondering but, but it's it's a weird. I don't mm, mm, I don't really know why she's in this film. I don't really get why she's in this movie. I understand that maybe they were thinking we want to try and like have women watch this this movie, but that's no, that's not no, how it works. No. Just by having w- one woman in it, Sam. It's gonna... 1987. We haven't quite acknowledged the existence of women as a market yet in the world. Yeah. Um, like I is think there, this woman is in she this eye movie, candy? T- yes, she's eye candy, and I think like. I think somebody said, like, right, we need to have a woman in this movie. It's a lot of dudes. You know, it's a lot of really lot of good-looking, meat. muscular dudes. You know, Arnie's going to lose clothes steadily as we go along the movie until he's essentially naked. <laughs> Thank you, dear. And like, because he's wearing a jacket. He's wearing a coat until they leave this camp. And then he's like, oh, He's wearing shit. a coat, and then he's wearing, like, you know, the camel. Then he's wearing, like, a tank top. Then a vest. <laughs> And then he's just very hot. Yeah, then he's just got the webbing on. Then he's just got webbing on later on. And it's like, oh, right, we're really in it now. He's just got webbing and this enormous gun. And his guns. Someone's getting a dick in tonight, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah. Someone's getting it. Um, But I don't know what this woman's deal is in terms of plot. Because, like, she kind of exists for Carl Weathers to drag around a little bit. And she's like a, you know, she's somebody who might know something about something. But I don't understand really what she's like. I don't think the performance is bad, I should say. 
Um, mm. I don't think this woman's doing a bad job at all. I'm just like, what? What really is is she adding to the movie that we wouldn't otherwise get? I I think it's there. I think she's there to like amp up the fear level and perhaps like like the idea of vulnerability, perhaps. Mm. Um, So, so in the first, the first death from the predator, we get to see one of the characters who I can't remember who it is, but basically, like, she she runs off, I think, manages to get away, or or there's some situation where they're separated, and then he's chasing after her, saying, you know, get back here, and we get to see the predator take out the first, the first of the of the troops, and she's splattered in blood and traumatized. Yeah, is it's a really cool, it's a really cool introduction. But we have seen before this, we have seen some of the, um, the 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 thermal imaging stuff. We're kind of like, so we we know something's going on. You know, it's it's I, I can't remember exactly where it is. If it's before or after, I think it's we slightly get before, some isn't scenes it? Scenes just after they've blown up this camp where um, the predator is watching Billy laugh and he's mimicking Billy's laugh, and then mm. Billy hears that and like. We get some odd scenes here and there, and we kind of like it's all over. It's all very implied, isn't it? It's yeah, it's weird. But so up until that point, we've we've got this thermal imaging. The thermal imaging is quite interesting, just from a filming technique. So you got a thermal imaging camera, but when when they did it initially, they couldn't like you can't see anything. You just see blue, and then where the where the people are. So they kind of like had this dual camera um, split. I think it's a split frame camera or something like that, where basically you can see a normal image and then they layer the two on top. So you can tell what it is. Oh, but you cool. also get the thermal. Yeah, because otherwise it wouldn't really make sense. You can see that it's a tree or whatever else. Yes. But you, can, you can see the, the thermal stuff that is too. So, yeah. yeah, it's clever. But th- that I think works well because you like you don't know. You don't know what it is. You know there's something there. We never get like a. We never get a reveal before. Um, the, the characters see it, you know, when Arnie gets it, which I think is, I think is fun. I think it's a really fun thing. And you've also got that, um, like, uh, camouflage stuff, which doesn't look great in. I mean, in, uh, come on, tw- twenty-one. It but looks about the same as somebody who doesn't want their face shown on the BBC, so they pixelate. <laughs> them, you know, it looks pretty much like that. That's about as good as job is you're doing. And how they did that? They had they, they had um, a, a guy in a red uh, who, suit, who, wasn't it? In in a red suit, yeah. Who's who's the guy who plays um, the Predator? Well, there's been, there's been quite a few. I want to say Michael C. Hall, and it's not, but it's a similar. Kevin name. Peter Hall. There we go. Kevin Peter Hall, close, close. No, who, he wasn't who, in the Breakfast Club though. No, no. Who does a great job? He's he's, he's we'll, we'll, let's talk about him when we get the Predator reveal later on, but. Like so, but the, it's kind of a little bit like, what is what is that thing? It doesn't really make sense, but it's it's fine, isn't it? For eighty seven, it's fine. It's fun. And we get like yeah. some cool scenes. Um, so we get the first guy gets murdered and he disappears, and um, they all surmise that the reason the woman isn't dead is because she wasn't like she's not th- she was she was tied up. She's not a threat. Yeah, like she's that's not. why. That's and they why basically she's there, isn't that's it? when they real you know they know something's yeah. after them. They, you know, there's talk about like some of them think it's a thing, some of them think it's like insurgents, and you know, but essentially they're like they know they're being hunted. We get the really cool like uh, the guy who plays Mac, whose name someone will find for me, Bill um, Duke, Bill Duke, who like I think this is like him. one of the 
one of the more manic performances in this movie. Like yeah. number one, what's up with his forehead? He's got a lot of forehead. Um, he's bald. Number two, get, get, I, I know Ross, deal with it just seems Speaking like he's got like an extra bit of head on top of where his head should Speaking be. Speaking as a man with a lot of forehead, I'm just going to... Easy now. Yeah. All right, easy. Don't, anyway, don't, I, mean, I mean, there's anyway, a lot of forehead. Then there's a six head that you have, Sam, but, you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, there it is. Anyway, when Jesse Ventura gets killed, um, he basically he picks up the minigun and he goes fucking mentally, starts firing, like, just around them. Like we saw, like Billy said, those guys did earlier. <clears throat> the rest of them all appear and they're all like... Right, fucking let's waste all of our ammunition. It was Grenade, literally. fucking oh, we C4. Cool. Like, you know, Arnie's basically chucking forks into the thing. No. It's like, it's this it's this um, cathartic sort of like, for us, the viewer, as well yeah. as them, like, I, I honestly, there's, there's I honestly thought, I honestly thought this is a point, right, where I, I, I could have seen this, but not for like, I, you know, <laughs> so long ago, 15, 16 years, like when I was, when I was young. And I thought, this is. I, I was like, Arnie's going to grab him and say, "Hey, what's the matter? Like, what are you doing?" And then, and then he doesn't. No. He's just like, "All right." Oh, we should. There's no, there's no question. And it is, it is a, it is a great. But again, it's a great. Actually, it's actually a great piece of like storytelling <clears throat> because they're just, they're literally shooting at nothing. They are yeah. firing into the trees and everything's splintering and. Like, you know, and the village explodes and, like, the whole... Everything works so well because nothing happens. It's and awesome. Nothing and just, happens. And just so all of their might, all of their guns mean nothing yeah. because the Predator's going to... It's not even them. just that, but, like, it's the... I think it's a really... I, probably one of the better constructed scenes in the entire movie because, basically, like, one by one, everyone else start, stops firing. They converge. The miniguns run, yeah. mini run out of bullets. Like and it, and and Mac is just still like pulling the trigger and like the sweat guys on this set like they are doing a top notch job. Like we don't talk enough about the people in charge of making these people sweaty. Um, oh my! I I was because apparently fucking hell boys. Apparently it was quite cold when they were filming. Is that because right? of when they were filming it was quite cold. So like somebody in the makeup department if you're right your job is to mop sweat onto bill duke's face every 18 seconds between takes oh my God. and like it's mexico his eyes, isn't it and like you can see like the the fear in him i think is quite affecting in that shot and mm, and, yeah. and and he, eventually he like lets his finger go from the trigger and you just see all of this like panic drain out of him a little bit but he's still like and he kind of maintains that emotional level until he dies like he's like gonna fucking kill this guy i'm gonna fucking kill this guy who who have um, we got left then uh we've got hawkins is dead now isn't he and and then blaine is so that blaine is jesse ventura, jesse ventura yeah so they're, yeah, they're so, dead so you've got the um his name isn't poncho it's pancho but he gets credited as poncho quite a lot because oh. of subtitling i think uh pancho <laughs> is funny. the yeah pancho you've got carl weathers uh you've got the woman arnie um, <coughs> and duke and mac yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. Can we can we just say as well before we move on from that point, uh, just another nod uh, to the special effects because when Jesse Ventura is de- or Blaine is dead and they and they they turn over his body and you see obviously there's a massive chest cavity and you see like the ribs poking out of the hole and I was like oh that like again you know you guys mentioned earlier it's gory as hell this movie but like yeah, you know yeah, they're no. talking about like, yeah. this you know a cauterized like on. On impact, you know what can do this, and it was just, it was just seeing those ribs jutting out of the, like an open wound. It was incredible. 
Yeah, it's very, it's very cool. It's very, it's very visceral, and that's mm. kind of exactly what you want from a film like this, isn't it? Just, just like show me, show me the detail. Cause that's <sighs> show me I'm the here. money. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about? Um, can we talk about Billy, uh, the character, Sonny, Sonny Landon, who plays Billy, because he's like the he's like the tracker, isn't he? So this is the point where he starts to think he, he he's been instructed by Arnie, like, you know, where's this thing going, and who's following us? And they but they think it might be gorillas still, but then they're kind of like, well, no, because it didn't kill it didn't kill Anna. Like uh, Sonny Sonny Landon has this look on his face throughout the whole movie. Like he he's not acting that much. Like he doesn't he doesn't seem yeah. like he has to do much acting. He looks fucking nuts. Terrible. Again, in the documentary, there's a bit there's a bit where they're um, talking about the the bodyguard, <laughs> the literal <laughs> bodyguard that this guy had on set with him to stop him getting into trouble because he would go to bars and he would like start fights and he would just generally. And you're like, what the? F-? This guy seems insane. It seems insane, and that's kind of what you want. It's kind of the energy you want. Um, there's also quite a lot of Vietnam vets, I think, in this. Obviously not Arnie, but a lot of the other guys have served over the last kind of you know twenty years. Jesse Ventura was um, a Navy yep. SEAL, uh, I think. Yeah. Wasn't Carl Weathers in the army? Did I and a wrestler. And a, and a wrestler. <laughs> don't uh, forget that. Well, don't forget Carl Weathers uh, played for the. Um, I will never forget them, uh, Carl Weathers. Uh, <laughs> he played <laughs> yeah, for he played yeah. for the Raiders in 1970. Wow, oh, wow. Fucking wow, 17 years before this movie was made, Carl Weathers was a defensive end in the National Football League. <clears throat> amazing, <clears throat> amazing. Um, oh, I always like, as an aside, I always like his his stuff in Arrested Development. Like, <laughs> 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 Do you know what? I always, it's actor Carl I always Weathers. Think, I think, like, just as Carl Weathers' little bit here. So in um, in Rocky, I think he looks, you know, Rocky's a much earlier movie, like, what, 10, ten or so years before this, Ross? You're the, the um, Rocky expert. Checking that. Yeah. And and as Apollo Creed, I think he looks very much like a young man. In this movie, he looks like I always think he's aged terribly because I think Arrested Development, like they, they kind of lean into him looking. He looks like two thousand five, Carl. However, yeah. in this movie, he basically just looks like you know, like he looks exactly like two thousand and five's Carl Weathers, except he's just. Oh looking, boy, you got a stew going. Exactly, except he's just like ripped as shit. Like he doesn't look like young Carl Weathers, but he's really. Carl like Weathers he's keeping in, it tight. He's been in four Rocky movies before this. The last one was Rocky Four. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Which was wow. 1985. Which wow. is like, yeah. I always think Rocky movies are much later than that. Like yeah. I, I don't know why that they are they're a seventies film. Like it's a real It's it, it's like, crazy. Just on a side note, it's it's a weird one because the very first Rocky, um, if you look at the TVs and all, all, all the TVs are in black and white, and it's actually set like a couple of years early than it is. So keeping track of the timeline in Rocky is difficult because they don't seem to keep that in in the sequels. Anyway, Carl Weathers is fantastic, and um, I think that's I think that's the root of what we're getting at here. I actually well, this is kind of this is. I was going to say this is a bit Carl of a movie Weathers where trivia here. Um, and this was it was again you know DVD sort of document uh, commentary stuff. And Carl Weathers was talking about, you know, I think this was the first movie he, he did with Arnie um, and the first time he was meeting him. And up until this point, Carl Weathers, like you guys have seen him, like the guy's in fantastic shape. And he was one of the guys, like he admitted where he said, you know, for me, he says, my body was a temple. He says, I would never do anything. You know, I don't drink, I don't smoke, you know, you know watch what I eat, everything. And he said, I was on set with Arnold and Arnold loves to smoke cigars. 
And he says, no, he's at the smoke. He'd be sitting beside him, like, blown away. And he'd, like, be, he says, the smell would hit me. And I'd be like, I'd be, I'd be close to throwing up. And I said to Arnie, you know, what, what, why do you smoke those things? You know, what does it do for you? He says, and Arnold turned to me and he said, try it. And I said, and that's how I became a cigar smoker. Yeah, that that was easy. Since then, now he says that's my only vice: cigars. So, like Aaron Schwarzenegger was basically like the older cool kid saying, "Hey, you want to be cool like me? <laughs> Try these cigars." Hey, you cool? Smoke. <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty much. So it's yeah, kind of crazy, really, to think of. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Arnie famously loves cigars. Mm. 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 It's 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 a it's a nice, and it, I think it goes to that like uh, you know the kind of camaraderie of this film as well yeah. everyone all just you know sitting there smoking cigars and going to the gym and working out for 14 hours a day just the usual stuff just just like you us. had me you had me until <laughs> working like out for 14 hours a day i mean cigars i think would not i don't I'm not sure really about cigars i don't really work um, at the gym i'm not can working I just, out obviously so. the, the pro podcast smoke, the pro <laughs> yeah. smoking lobby here cigars are fantastic but they do take about 18 hours to smoke one i'm like, Ross Griffith, really, and i approve this message it's a really, it's a real like. You need a good chunk of time where you can yeah. sit and enjoy a cigar. Like it's not like a cigarette where you can, you know, that's much more of a like a. Let's get outside in the rain and smoke this yeah. as quick as possible. The cigars like a. It's too anyway, savoured. Yeah. We're a pro well, cigar podcast. Yeah. Um, Dave, let's meet up for cigars <laughs> soon. We absolutely should. Yeah. The um. So at this point, then we're at. We've had. Uh, we've had two deaths. The, is this the pig bit? Is this the pig yes. bit? Is this the bit yes. where they well, we where have Matt the kills they set up like loads of traps, don't they? They make camp essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it, and it's it's that it's that point in the movie where we've gone from these guys as like brutal killers to mm, something strange happened and someone died to them being actively hunted. Like, and, and, and we scared. get to yeah, we get to see that transition from them as killers and we're going to destroy everything to uh, okay, we're now getting <laughs> get worried and. Yeah, <laughs> like this, this is turning into a bad day. Yeah, it's turning into a bad day. <laughs> I... The the entrails all over Anna are that that was a little bit concerning, you know, like all the blood and viscera. But now, now this one, it's we've, the we've killed the pig. Diameter inch had diameter hole in 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 Blaine's chest. That's got me. Mm, should I be calling my insurance provider? <laughs> Carl Weathers looks scared. That makes me scared. He seems yes. like a guy who's got it together. Mm-hmm. But they also they also kind of realize um, they realize that they're being chased by something that isn't the gorillas and it is a little bit unnatural because they say like oh it's it's using the trees it's using the trees like and that's the point which I think they 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 kind of realize that there's something going on yeah and I think one of them even it. sees it one of them sees it doesn't it they see that the the camouflage glistening effect Max sees something and I think Billy sees the camouflage glistening as well and like. Uh, the woman um, whose name is something, uh, her, uh, her Anna and Pancho, like they converse in Spanish, and she basically like says, you know, it's not Bigfoot, but like that's kind of the implication is it's this like mythical creature as opposed to no one at any point in this movie is like, oh, this is an alien. We never see the spaceship. We never get like a, you know, I'm from a different planet and I've come here to fight the burliest of men um you know we never get that it's all implied but she's like oh you know it's el chupacabra or whatever it's kind of like a so again they're all like fucking terrified they're like is this some like columbia thing that's gonna fucking eviscerate us you know yeah 
Mm. And the answer is yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's not Colombian, <laughs> but, but Sam, I, I don't I think. quite like that. It's not Colombian, it, but it's... it alludes to like you know that this has been happening for a while, you know, and, and you know, and they said you know God, there's these you know legends that you know when it gets hot, and this year has been especially hot, um, mm. because that's 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 the theme they go with as well in Predator Two, like you know, for some reason set in LA, God knows. But um, Predator Two escape from LA. I've never seen Predator Two. <laughs> Don't do it to yourself, honestly. Well, we'll do it one day. Yeah, we'll get to it one day. Oof. So um, Billy and Poncho then get killed. Poncho. A Poncho nope. is a raincoat. It says Poncho here on Wikipedia. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm going to go with. I'm, I'm fairly sure that's that's like an error. So it's Pancho. It says Poncho there, and there's another Poncho there, and it says Poncho at the top. We're going to go with Poncho. So overcoat, overcoat, and Billy Sam they Jordan get killed. Does not respect actual names. It's what it says. It's Anorak. On well, Anorak was doing this thing, and he gets <laughs> killed, obviously. Boys, boys, yep. boys, come on! And then, so yeah, Anorak and and uh, the other guy, and this is and this is where we get the the, the final bit. They where. Dutch gets to 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 get rid of Anna because she serves no plot purpose at all whatsoever. With a great line, it's a famous line. We all know it. We've all been saying it. Dave's been saying it, even though he didn't know what film it was. <laughs> where, where where he says, and I'm going to let you do it, Ross. If it bleeds, you've got the accent. We can kill it. No, that's not the line I'm talking about. The other one. Oh, I'm not sure what you're up to then. Get, get to, to the, the chopper. chopper. Oh. Sorry, um, I think we skipped a bit though, Sam. Doesn't that happen like That's, later on? Yeah. Like we skipped the whole like Carl Weathers dying and he says, "Get to the Mac ch- dying like, and that everything." That iconic way where he says, "Like get to the chopper." That's near the end <laughs> get to the where everyone else is dead and it's just the girl left. That's when he does yeah. that line. You've skipped like no, loads of the best. Deaths, I haven't Sam. skipped loads. That that happens here. But, no, so it we've we've made we've we've we have missed we have missed Carl Carl Weathers' death. So let's talk about that then. Let's talk. Let's get into the feast that is Carl. Well, so Weathers. Mac has gone mad. So he's oh, not mad. He's like he bl- blame was his best mate. He was in love with Jesse Ventura. Who can blame him? <laughs> Um, so he's going after this predator. It's a beautiful relationship. Beautiful relationship. Uh, guy love between two men. Um, so he like he goes and Carl Weathers follows him, um, and he can they can see the predator, and basically like you have this cool scene where Max like right, we can fucking see them, we can see him, you know, and and they agree to like you know Carl Weathers is going to go Flank and him. flush him out, and Mac is going to then kill him. And obviously, Matt gets fucking blown up. He gets his head blown off um, by this like um, cannon that the predator's hauling around on the shoulder. And uh, and then Carl Weathers, who was carrying like two submachine guns this whole movie, um, presumably to sell toys, uh, like confronts him. He gets this sword out, and like Carl Weathers is looking around. He's trying to see him to shoot him, and like his arm gets slashed off. And it starts firing, and he starts firing as his gun's flying through the air, spraying bullets, this arm <laughs> leaking blood. Um, <laughs> it's a really quite big scene, really. It is. It looks It looks stupid as shit, doesn't it? Let's be honest. This is, this is the point where I'm like, wow, that is not an effect that holds up whatsoever. <laughs> I didn't think it it's was all- that bad if you can turn your brain off and not think about how stupid what you're seeing happen is. <laughs> no, everything it doesn't not, it doesn't work. It's not how bodies work. Like I get his like his arm getting blown off and and I, I do like and again I love the way that the predator's playing with him. Like he's he's just basically 
oh yeah, I'm going to just, I'm going to do this slowly. We're going to take an arm off. We're going to do this. We're going to just really get into this. <laughs> it's a real meal of this, you know. And then, but the, but the point, the point when, <laughs> when the arm, we get this great shot on the floor. Now, Dave, you've seen Arrested Development. They reference this in Arrested Development. I did, I, I, I was wondering, what did you think that was from? Did you know that was from Predator? Well, which which when did they reference it in the rest of development? I can't remember. There's a scene basically where they're like <laughs> they they go back. But anyway, the point is Jesus is that you just Christ see guys. this, you see this, you see this arm firing away, and it's just it's so silly, but it's funny and it's engaging and it, like I don't that's think enough, in the movie it? it's funny. I think do you know what? Like you think about I think it, it's and it's pretty this fucking funny. Shit. I thought it's pretty cool. Like. <laughs> I'm not saying it's I'm not sorry. stupid. He's dissing, his 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 arm being cut off, and it's still firing. He's triggered <laughs> like it's still. I, no, that's silly. Yeah, that's, that's not silly. how tendons work. Sure, uh-huh. but I think the way that the the film is constructed and the scene is shot, it's all in kind of slow motion. You got the sound of the bang, bang, bang of the gun going off. And then, like, um, does does Carl Weathers just get like run through with the the Predator sword thing, big knife, and and like, mm. it's a really cool kind of like a this is one of the top build guys. We have to really show you him getting killed. You know, it's not like uh, Shane Black who just kind of disappears, and you know, other people just get shot in the head. Like he really he's gets, deserving like, of a up close of a good and personal, death. and the Predator is yeah. like <laughs> you've earned a good death. I'm fairly sure I'd want to go the Mac way myself. Like, just get my head blown off immediately. Yeah, make it quick. Yeah. Didn't even see it coming. You know, that's that's for me. Well, see, this, I actually um, have an issue with Mac's death because he he actually did see it coming. He saw the three dots on his arm, and he's like, "Hmm, what's? I wonder what that is. I better go take a look." <laughs> <laughs> like that'd be like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" And my my arm's gone at least. But maybe I can make a run for it. No, no. I'll look the fucking gun. I'll look down the barrel and see what see what I can see. Yeah, just to see. All of these guys dying probably marks the end of Act 2, doesn't it? And we get yeah. into like the final act where Anna gets sent to the chopper and it's and it's time for Arnie to take even more clothes off. Well, it's Billy and as then well. Cover him. I want to cover every death. I refuse to be Oh, rushed God, on. on then. Yeah, how does Billy die? I can't remember. Billy basically stands on this log, throws his gun away, takes his shirt off, and you get a bit of a gun show from Billy. Um, and he's got this machete and he starts cutting himself to like attract the predator. And it's this total like, I'm not fucking going out like them. And he's stood there with this like enormous machete. Does. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely does. But um, the the predator makes a proper trophy out of him later. He mm. like yanks his spine and his skull out of his body. He one, Mortal Kombat Sub Zeroed him. He grabbed it like the base of his yeah, spine and, and yanked. Like and then he just and he killed him several hours ago. Mm. Yeah, it's a cool scene. It's very cool, very cool. And and as you say, they all get the, they all get a, a mostly they all get a decent death, and it, and it's like a it's an important part of a movie like this, isn't it? That they all have. Some real like Poncho's death cool was a bit way. away though, because he got hit yeah. by that log and then he just got blasted between him and Arnie, and that's him out of it. Then yeah. I did like how when he got hit by that log, by the way, that like he's really hurt. <laughs> I like that he didn't just <laughs> yeah. get up and be fine. He like they have to carry him off. away. Of course you do. Yeah. All of his ribs are broken. <laughs> he has a collapsed rib cage. The. So this is Arnie versus President. Now there's a there's an important part of this, which is that when when he's covered in mud, 
he can't see like the thermal imaging doesn't work that's, that's kind of like not a, how quite thermal important... imaging works it's absolutely not this is this is you know again like let's not nitpick yeah, let's not we, get in pet and cast but it's yep. but but i am like so this is this is this thing is literally called the predator it is like a killing machine it is unstoppable you know there's nothing nothing is going to compete and you just cover yourself in mud and that's it the thermal mass of arnold schwarzenegger can be covered by a thin layer of mud no and there's points where it's really close it's really close and arnie's just like i'm fine it's okay the trouble is the trouble is it's just a mcguffin and i think in 1987 i don't think we're all familiar enough with thermal imaging technology to really be bothered by this and I don't like so I don't think when you're sat down I think it's just no. oh this this is an alien with alien robotics and they work in this way and this yeah. for whatever reason like he can't see him and it's an important thing because it gives Arnie the edge on this guy and it's like a you know right this is how I beat him and apparently it's to talk. led to one of the most horrible filming experiences of Arnie's life where he spent was it three weeks basically covered in this horribly cold mud in the Mexican jungle at night filming. Oh, God, yeah. Um, and apparently, like, it was really, really, really bad uh, because they had to, like, try and get, like, um, heat lamps uh, to warm him up between takes because, obviously, he, like, they didn't want to have to strip him down. Wash him. But it just dried the mud out, so he basically just had to be really cold and miserable for three weeks shooting these scenes. That is a bit shit. It's hard work being an actor, and as 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 much as like I Arnie, think Arnie's you know, reaped the rewards of that. I think he's fine. No, no. But what I'm what I'm saying is, and not that Arnie's like an act, an actor actor, but he's you know he's 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 doing he's doing his stuff, and it, it, like the physicality of, of a role at like this, especially when you're you, you're traipsing around the Mexican fucking jungle, and there, there was lots there was stuff they were saying like we you know we didn't really have like a lot of a plan in terms of what we were going to use, so we just used the sets and we. You know, and there's sometimes you couldn't sit down anywhere because we were shooting on the side of a hill. Like there's all this physical stuff that it takes, and like that's hard. That's a hard thing to do for three weeks, and then act, and then be like not completely, you know, pissed off with everyone around you. Don't who's... don't forget going for you know one and a half hour runs every morning and every night, <laughs> and then going to the fucking gym, then having and, what are you? And, are you gonna let Carl Weathers beat you? No, you're not. You go out Arnie there. Got married in the middle of this filming as well oh, yeah. he married maria shriver and took a three-day honeymoon like in the middle of them shooting this i was Good reading a him. funny piece of trivia um because like one of the best <laughs> things divorced. i love about arnie is apparently he's like a, a prankster um and apparently some of the other yes. actors like jesse ventura and stuff like they'd gone and gotten a big box full of these like um, tree frogs from in front of the hotel that we're staying at and they'd put them in tin and shower uh, and then, like his bathroom in, in his hotel room, and like apparently went berserk, and, and they said, "Oh, it was Arnie. Arnie did it." Um, and so Arnie, so he said, "Right, well, John McTinnan said we'll go and put them in his room." So they went and put all these frogs in Arnie's room, but obviously Arnie didn't find them. It was Maria Shriver who kind of like went into the bathroom, and it's fucking full of frogs. <laughs> like days Amazing. after they've got married, and it just really makes me laugh. Um, the the other the other prank that I I read about was um, Jesse Ventura yeah was told that he had the same no bigger um, bigger uh, yeah so a, a bigger bicep than Arnie and so Mate, they had are this you like on crack 
I know. So they had this very public, like, oh, who's, you know, who's measuring, they got the measuring tape out, and it was like everyone was around, and then it ends up that he was the three biceps. inches They're measuring smaller. the biceps, just to be clear. Yeah, biceps. <laughs> he was three He was three inches smaller. Biceps. Than biceps, just to be clear. <laughs> yep. And it was a prank, and he basically, Arnie had told the, um, the, the wardrobe, yeah. the costume people, to tell Ventura that he had the same length, which is a great, brilliant. Like you're not again. You're not going to win against Arnold Schwarzenegger, no. are you? So it's kind of the is, good the version is, of the thing like, is like I know he gets like you know on TV and whatever that is like you know the, this you know dumb meathead, but Schwarzenegger is like a very very intelligent man. Um, it's all calculated. It well, well like be, before, being a muscly be, guy in movies was the best the best way for him to make money, and well, that's be, why he did it. It's not be, like before a, he did bodybuilding full time, he was enrolled in college and everything. He was doing like psychology. And I used what he learned to because the, the guy has won Mister Universe like seven times. Like he has been deemed. I don't know how they got a universe from, but he has been deemed against the entire universe. Even <laughs> fucking Chewbacca, you know, it doesn't hold a candle. <laughs> Fuck you. But um, yeah, poor muscle tone though. He's tall, it, but it's poor muscle tone. When he was doing what hair? When he was doing number seven, he was up against like there was a guy from Italy who was like tanked, and another guy who you might recognise the name Lou Ferrigno. Who played the Incredible Hulk in the in the eighty series? And Lou Boy, Frigno, do I! Yeah, Lou Frigno was fucking ripped at that. I, wa- I watched the thing, and what Schwarzenegger did is he basically he manipulated these guys into th- into sort of you know doubting themselves, and and they lost because he was using <laughs> these little tactics and stuff to make them doubt themselves and like you know eat away at their like their self confidence. He's, he's an he's extremely very, clever man. Very I, li- clever. I, like, I like the idea of, of Arnie as like a teenage kid. You look terrible in that. <laughs> you look like shit. Well, Arnie, you're, having, you're having another protein bar? Oh, okay. Well, dude, like, dude, you joke. Like, you know, because obviously they're at, the, you know, they're at this convention. You know, Mr. Universe was in South Africa that year. And obviously Lou Ferrigno's parents were there. So Arnie would then sit down and have like breakfast with his parents. And then basically he's getting in with his parents. Then Lou sits down. Ah, uh, Lou, uh, uh, your parents, your parents. Oh, see, this is what this, this is why I didn't the accent the whole way through. I'm, I'm uh, French. Do, do the uh, Lou, again. Lou, your uh, parents are telling me that you're uh, skipping exercises, and like you know, just just getting into his mind like that. Um, your uh, your pecs are looking a bit flat. See, that's gone. That's gone. <laughs> now it's second. gone. Now you've lost it. You've lost see, it again. You've lost it. This is why I didn't want to do it, Sam. Out of respect to the podcast. <laughs> Just go, go the yarl. That's your yeah, entry. Yeah, that's Lou, all you, need. you need to uh, hit the biceps more. <laughs> there, there it is. You go. That there it is. That's on the money. It's, that's the, base. So, the baseline. That. La, yeah, yeah. Yarl. Let let let's let's get back to the movie. And this is the this Can is the final. We just talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger's biceps just a, a little bit longer. Oh my god! We could. I would love we to could. Talk we will. My biceps, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Arnie. I'm glad you're here. Um, so this is the one versus one, isn't it? This is the bit where we get to see Arnie take on the Predator, which is what we've all been here. Mm. Everyone else is dead, and that's a great. This is a great point in the movie, I think. Like where you think, <laughs> why is there forty minutes left? That's what I thought. Yes, like it is long. Can, is I, long. can I justify that because Ross has given me a no. real look? I I like the ending, Ross. I just think that the greater part of the tension and the greater part of like the thrill of this movie for me is when. The predator is killing all of them, and like to then, it's not so much the ending which I like. It's the like you know Arnie building more Minecraft traps, and like the predator making more trophies, and kind of like a for whatever reason they felt they needed ten whole minutes of 
no action happening in this movie Did which you... like for me is a real lull when you've got so much te- like you've got so much momentum a when lull. he tells her to get to the chopper did you not see his not only his arms but his chest like rippling when he was pulling off that log you're oh telling, yeah he was doing it for me, me Ross don't worry about it don't worry about it i had memorized that in great detail however <laughs> i just think that like thematically as part of the movie this movie would be so you much stronger always if, need a if you could of the hero if you like, could reduce you that know. down and go from action to action you get to the end of the movie and you would be like <gasps> as opposed to like you have time to relax again and you're like uh, I mean, and then you pay more say, attention I do get it. for me it wasn't too long I can maybe we could shave off five minutes maybe maybe the third time Arnie oils up with mud we can lose that maybe um, I feel like we could lose other stuff and maybe keep a lot of that <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sam has no opinion. I know what you're saying, Dave. I know you're saying. Feel like, long for me. Like again, when I was listening to you guys, or you know, in in the group chat, and you were know, saying, "Oh, there's a bit of a lull here in the third act," and like I'm watching, I'm like, for, again, and it might be because you know we we discussed in previous episodes, you know, we watched a, a movie that Sam liked and a movie that I've liked, where we sort of like inadvertently, you know, overlook those things mentally because we just come to accept because we know this movie and we just overlook it. But for me, I didn't. I didn't feel that lull that you guys did in the, in the third act. It's not that. It's not. That I thought the movie's too long because I don't. I think the movie's a, a good length generally. Um, uh-huh. It is twelve minutes over a ninety-minute hard <sighs> limit, but I think that's okay. Um, it's not so much the movie's too long. I just think it's that the pause is too long because, like, <clears throat> once we've gotten to the money of the predator, like ripping people's faces off and like doing all this stuff, it. To then have this like reset where Arnie seemingly has all the time in the world, like could he not have gotten to the chopper? <laughs> you know, in, in literally like he could have gotten to the chopper in the time he built all these traps and things, and that is a bit like too much time is passing within the film, and like me as a viewer, I'm like I don't know what's coming next. I'm kind of like right, well I was really excited and engaged, and now I'm a bit like what have you got? What are we doing? What's happening? You know, it's. It's just a little bit flabby, not very, just a little bit. Yeah. That's fair. I, I know that's fair. Saying. I I yeah. disagree yeah. personally, but again, I think is that because I no no I'm not I'm not taking a piss, but it's just because I think I'm such a long time fan of this movie that that doesn't register for me. Um, I think part of it, Ross, is also knowing that you've got this big fight scene coming. Like mm. I knew that there was a combination coming, but I didn't know, you know, exactly what was going to happen. So I was kind of like more in the moment than maybe you would be watching that bit mm, possibly mm-hmm. let's um let's let's talk about the predator itself then because we get we get the reveal here of what it looks like and it, i i think i think the when it's not got its helmet on i think it looks a bit i don't know there's something about it that looks a bit weird we 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 watched um aliens recently and there's there's lots aliens sorry excuse me there's lots of points in that where, um, like, when you see the creature's, like, body, you can just tell it looks like a person in the suit. And it's so much better when it's, like, hunched over and you you see its head or you see, it, you see its arm or whatever it is. <laughs> what is going on in your room, Sam? I know. It's falling. Not enough room. <laughs> but the, there's, there's, not enough, um, there's not enough, like, I think when you see its full body thing and you quite clearly someone in a suit, I think it looks a bit dodgy. But when, it take, when, when they take the mask off, and we get to see this like the horrific fate. Oh, it is amazing! Mm. Like this is such a great designed character. 
now this is the second go at this there was a there was a, a first design by a different company well, can i say something I'll, I'll just if i'll just say you're gonna you know the product is really good and he's really cool but just think what if he was doing the splits <laughs> i know where dave's going with well, this and i'm well, yeah. completely on board so, yeah, so we, 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 we did have Van Damme as originally as this, and the Van Damme one is like this like bug thing. Like Imagine like a bug's, yeah. a bug's head that's kind of, you know, shifted 90 degrees and kind of look, and it looks naff. If you go online and look at some of the images, it just doesn't, it doesn't look scary, it doesn't look imposing, and it really, um, it really makes worse my complaint, which is it, look, it just looks like a person in a suit. Like, there's no sense of scale to it. So the, those people were sacked, and the, basically the producers went, you know, quite late on and said, "We need more money because we need to get um, a, a different crew in." I think that uh, James Cameron was recommended. Um, the 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 stat what's his name Stan Winston, who had who he'd worked on on the Terminator, with uh, with Cameron, and become friends. And then from there we we we, we get just um, him introduced to 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 McTernan. and probably one of the the result is probably one of the classic designs like the classic creature designs in any movie. Like it it looks amazing when he's got his thing off and he's fighting and the flaring around. It's just great. It's such a cool cool shot. Absolutely. I mean. Um... So I've just while you were speaking as well, and I've just looked up some of the images for Van Damme's um, costume, and I actually do see some potential here. However, that's for a different movie. Um, yeah, I yeah, think. Probably. Yeah, I think it lo- it looks actually pretty sort of intimidating, but again, not for this movie. I think the the one we had is a much better design. Um, but yeah, it's and like you said, you know, James Cameron, he sort of got involved, and he's the one who sort of like just floated the idea of mandibles, and that 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 stuck apparently. Should we talk about for the, uh, talk about the number of reasons or rumors given for Van Damme's departure? Potentially, because mm, let on. me let me come in on the actual like design of the of the Predator just briefly. Um, now, I agree with what you guys have said. Like it's. I think Van Damme's Predator would have been different. Um, I think maybe like a with motion capture, I think you could do like a really good version of this now, where you know the physicality of someone like Van Damme, you do it in motion capture and you make him bigger on the screen. But like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like is a really big dude. Like he's not that tall, yeah. but he's maybe six one, six two, and but he's just like large so by getting an actor who's seven foot two or however tall he is like kevin it, peter hall it basically like convinces your the human brain you're like that's not a person because that's too big to be a person and like he's got to be gone it's like chewbacca it's like it, the suspension of disbelief is so much easier if this person is like you know significantly bigger than the average human being and i think just by doing that and if even if they left everything else the same i think it would be better but I do like the Predator design. I like how he's mm. roughly humanoid, and it means that he can move like a person, and he basically he can fight Arnie, you know, more like a human would, and it it is more believable for it. Kevin Peter Hall, who 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 plays the Predator here, and he also did Harry and the Hendersons. So oh. I got another another, yeah, yeah. So um, he, he dies sadly in ninety one, oh. only thirty five, but. 
He was seven foot two inches tall, right? And you're exactly right, Dave. And it has to be, you have to have a character that's bigger than the average person. You also need a character who is bigger than Arnie. Yeah. Like that is, the, that is the key thing. He has to be well, taller than our, than our hero yeah. because... Arnie's fuck. intimidating because he's massive and because the guy playing Kyle Reese is four foot six. Like, you know, in this movie, when you, the Terminator is your good guy, you need to, like, scale everything up. I mean, mm. I mean to flip that sort of theory on its on its side, in Terminator 2, you've got Arnie's the good guy, and then the guy, oh, what's his name? Something Patrick, who plays the T-1000. And he's yeah. he's a, he's so much thinner and shorter than Arnie, but you were scared of that guy. Do you know what I mean? It was, Tension, he, the tension's yeah, achieved in a different way, though, isn't it, Ross? Yeah, yeah. Oh, de- oh, definitely. But like, with, that's what I'm saying about mocap. Like, I think there's a mocap, like, CGI version of the mm. Van Damme Predator that would be scary and intimidating, but, like, him in a 200-pound suit, you just cannot achieve that. I mean, we mentioned earlier, you know, at the start of this movie, you know, is it a war movie? Is it a horror movie? And, you know, we joked about that. Well, if you took out the, the meat... Uh, the 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 muscle bound men, just the meat, just the sexual meat, just the muscle bound men, um, and you replaced it oh, with getting, getting warm, and you replaced it with you know the the high school students, then then maybe Van Damme's predator is the one that could have been that imposing threat because it's much yeah. easier to to accept that, isn't it? Um, but I think with that sexual meat in there, it sort of it stirs it up. <laughs> Um, well, like said, Ross, the, the, the problem is like and we've seen thousands of like uh, you know the the Freddy and the Jason like um, stuff you know teenagers oh, versus yeah. just some creepy guy <laughs> like and he doesn't need to be massively physically imposing because he's killing teenage girls yeah but Arnold Schwarzenegger ain't no teenage girl <laughs> you know you he's not the like, girly man and especially in order for them to have this fight and it to feel like. He's really gonna get killed because the only reason he beats the predator is because he's cleverer than the predator. And, and for and, that and, to feel and, earned, the predator has to be so imposing. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Hall manages to like also bring because he's tall, but he's also an actor. Like so, he the the way that he holds himself and like the the whole thing is like really just so. It feels scary even when he's doing something that doesn't necessarily, even just walking, it looks so imposing there's, and it's great. It's a great presence. The, there's has. one bit where after he takes off the mask and basically he's coming after Arnie and Arnie, you know, runs for a little bit, jumps up in the slog and then he just, Arnie comes back with like a backhand across his jaw and then you just see like Peter Hall. It looks like he's picking his teeth at one point, like with the mandibles and he's like... <laughs> And he just yeah. he just turns to look at Arnie and then just smacks him right back, and then you see the next five minutes then of Arnie getting the ever rolling nope. shit knocked out of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah. yeah, man, he's not having a good day. So that's so why I mean, did Van like, Damme get you know, fired? Other... Well, the, there's a couple of rumors. Isn't you there? Know? I don't know. If you... well, well, there's a number of rumors. Well, the, the first one was, um, and this is this is what I was told up until you know did some reading for this podcast. And it was just that he he kept getting like overheated in the suit in the jungle. However, from listening to you, Dave, saying you know that it was actually really really cold, maybe that one doesn't hold as much water. The other one, well, I... which I'm hoping is really is true, is that he kept trying to like incorporate like kickboxing moves <laughs> into his acting, <laughs> and I really want that to be true. I. Guys, it's one of these occasions where I really wish I could do a, a Van Damme accent. Um, if you just imagine, like, uh, but guys, what if, what if, what if the predator came down off this tree and did the splits? Hear me out. Chairs, 
Hear me out. What if I, I mean I just I, I did some sweet kickboxing moves and I kickboxed Arnie to death. If, like, if you're gonna get Van Damme in, like maybe you should get I think that you know, was the intention. Um I think yeah. Ross the reason you, you, he, you use what he's got. The reason he was fired, as far as I could tell, because I also looked into this quite a lot, is like he kept passing out in the suit. Mm. So I don't think it was as warm as you know, maybe it looks like because of the sweat. Um again, props to the sweat department. Um <laughs> but the suit was enormous and like i think the first suit especially was much more like it was all rubber so like i think he just kept overheating because he's basically sealed into this like rubber body case in the jungle and like Mm -hmm. he kept passing out because he wasn't getting enough air and all sorts of things so i think redesigning the suit and getting another (laughs) actor in as well like i think it, it helped to resolve both issues i think he only worked on it for a few days so you just don't know do you Either way, I don't want to be inside any of these suits, you know, having to run around the jungle for, for hours on end, 14-hour shooting days. No, I'm good. I'm good. So that's pretty much the movie, isn't it? We get we get the death sequence. We get the kind of like, him, you know, Arnie like outsmarting the, the Predator, and that's kind of really how it ends. And we also get the, the kind of weird mimicking thing that I didn't really get. Like, he's la- he does Billy's laugh, I think, at the end, doesn't yeah. he? And, you get, a couple like I never, of scenes, I never... you get a couple of scenes of him like he's listening to people talk and he's like he's learning yeah. and I'm not sure where it's going it's obviously just this laugh but like you hear him listen to things and he'll repeat it like he'll hear, hear a sound oh. and he'll repeat it and it's obviously a thing they were going for in the movie to pay off in this laugh I just thought to be oh. honest I didn't even make the Billy connection I just thought why the fuck is this thing laughing I only made I the connection I in didn't this really, I don't viewing think... uh, only in this view and you guys confirmed <laughs> like, oh it is his laugh then so yeah, it it. it I don't, I don't really. Yeah, what I want to ask, like, what because there's no there's no motivation for the predator. Like, there's no reason. There's there's no like vengeance thing, or there's mm. nothing. Oh, go on then. Well, well, it's it's he's he's purely like you know it's the clues in the title. He's it's purely like I mean it, it is explored more in Predator Two, but it's 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 sport hunting for them, and it's sort of like a yeah. lot of passage where. You have to go and you know collect whatever amount of skulls, and then you are an adult. So that's cool. Like I like that. But there's in this film, I haven't seen Predator Two. In this film, they have no. There's nothing. Like I don't. I don't need like. I don't need like a a Superman's dad. Predator, son of Predator, son of Predator, son of Predator. Um, well, do you know what's quite We amazing. will now. We will take you to Earth, where you will have to kill. Fi- like I don't need that, but what I maybe want is just a little bit of like. It's quite interesting you said that because Amy walked in. I think it was about a half hour into the movie when Amy walked in, and she's like, oh, this- <laughs> "Ross, are you watching gay porn again?" <laughs> this is my time, Amy. Um, no, but but I, and even Amy said, "Oh, so you know, he kills them, yeah." And, and Amy's like, "So why?" Uh, what, what, what you know? What do we know? Do we know where it's from? And I said, and she wouldn't don't ask questions like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to Amy, just you know, just, just enjoy it. Shut up. No, but it was, it's valid, and that, because to me, again, I think it's one of the, that another example of because you watched it when you were young and you accepted it, it's no longer questioned. Because Amy's like, well, do we know which planet it's from? No. Okay. Do we know anything else about it? No. It's just an alien that's trying to kill you, right? That's that's the pertinent information we're working with. And this so, yeah. maybe maybe you have a point, Amy. Maybe this plays more into it being a horror movie. So yes. I've got, I'm going somewhere with this. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. in a sci-fi movie, you would need to explain, like a hard sci-fi movie, you'd be like, "This is Grow, son of Claw, <laughs> and they're a race of predators who, you know, 
they, they kill people. Um, it sounds terrible thanks, already. Uh, subscribe to my uh, fantasy novel coming out next year. Um, <laughs> so, like in a it. sci-fi movie, you would have to have that world building. In an action movie, an action horror movie like this, a horror movie, something's always scarier if you don't know why it's doing what it's doing. Like, think about a movie like The The Thing. You know, if you don't understand the motivations of something that's killing everyone, like, then it's scarier. It's more intimidating because of that. And I think that, like, I'm not saying it does this perfectly, but I definitely wasn't left thinking, what the fuck's this alien's deal? I was just like, this alien really likes killing yeah, it's a good point, and that was my question. That was my question: is do you, do you think it needs it? Because I, I actually, as much as I, I'm, you know, because of my podcast brain, I'm like, ooh, I, I don't think it does at all. No. I think it's great, and and exactly for your for your reason, Dave, is that yeah. the less you know about this thing, the better, the, because the more the, the throughout the whole movie, yeah, throughout the whole movie, we don't we don't get to see anything. Uh, we, uh, we we know nothing about it until you know a good two thirds into the film. So it's a great. I think it's actually a great piece of like storytelling just to say doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's scary matter. you know it's scary it's pulling your enough. head out through its spine doesn't matter it's fine yeah <laughs> we get like we get some scenes where the the characters in the movie kind of figure this out a little bit like you get a line from Arnie earlier where he surmises that the predator hasn't killed Anna because she's not armed later on he takes a gun from her when she tries to like fight it and he's like yeah. no you know, because if you're a combatant, he'll fucking kill you. Like, which makes so, me think, why didn't everyone just drop the guns when they figured that out? I think it's out, more like oh. a more a one or the other, Ross. I don't think it's like a if you surrender, you'll be killed for surrendering. But like, if you're a woman, <coughs> I think because she's a woman as well. Like, I think it's if you're a non-combatant, if you're somebody, there's no, there's no, you know, there's nothing to be gained by killing innocents. Whereas, like, he's Predator watched Arnie and his fuck. mates like blow up this camp and do all these things, you know. So he knows mm-hmm. they're like, oh, these are like special forces guys. Like, th- I'm going to kill all of them. <laughs> I'm going to have fun with these myself. guys. Well, later on when um, Arnie, like, he basically picks Arnie up and he's like, all right, you fucker. That was, well, he's, you, know, he's you, inspecting you nearly the had skull me there. at that point. He's inspecting the skull. He's yeah, he's like, who yeah. are you? What are you? No one no one hurts, hurts me like that. And he takes mm. off his like shoulder mounted cannon and some of his armour and things. And he's like, right, fisticuffs or whatever he's doing. Um, and like you know, you get do get again. It's all kind of implied about this predator that we get. There's a kind of like a code of honor among them about this hunting. Mm. There's you know, there's, there's really something cool, going on. And yeah. again, it's a good filmmaking yeah. choice to like show it but not tell you. Yeah, and and, it, and it's a fun ending. It's a fun ending to the movie, and it all it all kind of wraps up nicely. And he goes and gets on the helicopter. Um, the helicopter pilot is uh, Peter Hall. Actually, who the guy inside the predator? Was the predator all along? Yeah, yeah. The predator from inside the predator. The uh, the the other thing. The helicopter. (laughs) The the other thing I think we should just I think we should maybe finish on is like you've mentioned Predator Two, Ross, and to me it's unaccountable that the 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 Predator franchise has reached the heights that it has because this is one film it's as we say we don't we get no backstory we get nothing it's it's a real one and done type of movie and I think it's a testament to American capitalism that they managed to turn this into a second movie and then there were uh, a film in 2010 and then 2018 let me let me let me interject here films are hold on hold on hold on books comics Video games, like toys, there is there is no end yeah. to their reach in terms of this character. So in terms of Predator 2, I think that sequel is deserved. 
Do you know what I mean? Because one did so well, fuck yes, let's do two. And then they wrote the script, and Arnie was like, nope. Uh, and then they did that. And then they Because did... he's intelligent, as we've discussed. Exactly. exactly. You're like, no, yeah. thank you. Sorry, guys, I've got to go and make another family comedy with Danny DeVito. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to go do... Back in 20 minutes. I've got to do literally anything else. Jingle bells. Yeah, you know, guys, like... um, I've got to go and um, play a man who becomes pregnant and my best mate's Danny DeVito, um, so I can't do this. I mean, he's clever, but, like, you know, Hollywood will get you. It one, works. One, one, I'm one buying it. Um, but to be fair, yeah. Predator: Concrete Jungle for the PS2 was a fucking brilliant game. Never right. played it. Mm-hmm. Now, played Aliens it. versus Predator. Oh my god! <laughs> I think I've never seen any of them. Um, and is this a good? Oh my god! Or bad? I'm a, oh, oh my god, Ross! It's bad. It's bad. Well, my my comment <laughs> is: I think that is the epitome. That is the pinnacle of fucking capitalism. It's like right, we have wow. flogged our respective franchises to death. Right. Wow. There's not a fucking drop of cash to be squeezed out of these for a few years. Why don't we? Why don't we make a movie with both of them? That'll fucking get some losers in the cinema to watch it. See, Dave, you're you're completely justified in that fucking tirade against them because you're right. (laughs) However, it's not as it's not as cash grabby as say, you know, Jason versus Freddy. Okay. Oh, Um, that's that's sip. Systematic. That's like the same thing. We we don't have time in this in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. Sorry. We're an hour and a half in already. <laughs> but in Predator Two, there's one bit where Danny DeVito is walking past this this, this wall of skulls, and one Danny of the DeVito skulls, is in Predator Two. Danny fucking Glover. Sorry, not Danny. <laughs> you, you got Danny DeVito in my. Head. I'm gonna call time if we keep getting these names wrong. <laughs> but. And one of the skulls on the wall. Whoa, whoa, stop, 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 stop. Danny DeVito in a Predator movie. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> Egg. <laughs> oh, we're getting Ross, delirious now. Go on, this, go on, yeah. get this point go out. And we can oh, finish, no, please. No, like, yeah, so anyway, on this wall of skulls, one of the skulls is the, the Xenomorph skull. <laughs> Which was it, it? seemed like it was just like like a nod to the comics because there was some tie in there, but then obviously people went, oh, it's in the same universe, and then that's all Hollywood needed to go. Money, 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 money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 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 it's like it just doesn't seem it doesn't seem like this should this should have gone any further than perhaps Predator Two. Correct. And uh, you know, I'd agree. Like maybe. Well, it is, and there's lots of stuff. But money. One interesting fact is that Shane Black, who wrote Lethal Weapon oh, yeah. and plays Hawkins in this movie, directed the 2018 Predator movie, which I think is nice. So good for him. But there's like there's lots of there's lots and lots of different films, and that crossover with the Alien, which again is weird. It it feels like something that shouldn't leave the realms of like a comic book story or maybe a could, movie. Yes. yes. You know, like a, a TV show. Excuse me. Like let's leave the movies to just core kind of stuff but i think it does it what what it does to me though to you know to kind of conclude is like this film is as i said it's very close to falling into the trash basket and like we are i think all throughout the movie we're on this knife edge of thinking and then he takes off the helmet and oh actually looks good you know oh it's okay and they blow up the base why they're doing that oh because it serves a purpose it it's setting up the tension all this stuff 
And I think what happens is that as soon as this movie ends, then it falls into the trash because all the rest of it is terrible. Can we and mention, all the other by the stuff. way, my God, I can't believe no one's mentioned it. The fucking credits at the end of this movie. Like the, I the eight... I'm, did you not watch? I'm not sure I did, so no. at the end of the movie, after the explosion happens, after they fly away on the helicopter, there is a credit sequence where it's like a Arnold Schwarzenegger as oh, yeah, Dutch yeah, 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 and it's yeah. him from early in the movie going... And there's like a and they go towards the, whole the camera main cast yeah. and there's like a oh. the the um the uh oh what's his name we describe him the black guy mustache Carl Weathers Carl Weathers, Carl Weathers when Carl Weathers is one it's someone passing him a rifle and he's like and they're all smiling <laughs> they're all like hey and it's like a it's an A team like credit sequence after all of that and I was like yeah who yeah. greenlit that. And then yeah. you get like the full credits, but like it's for the main cast of like guys. So there's the point. Totally, the point. totally discordant with the movie, and it's like you are yeah, right, Sam. That's when it's like, is this a bad movie? Yeah, yeah. Because because if Predator do shit and all the rest of it shit, then you know. But but this is a good movie. Like you can't deny. Yeah. It. And I also think the influence this has had is is also, is like really cool. The theme music is fucking bang on. Yeah, I don't remember the same oh. music. Although I think it's, I think it's Alan. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Alan Silvestri who did the Avengers soundtrack, which which kind of right? yeah, there is a little bit of yeah, there is a little bit of like um, it's a really it's a really there, so. really solid movie. I'm glad I finally watched. Um, to be honest, it's going to be a podcast only situation for the sequels. To, to be fair, <laughs> um, I think I'm not going to be I'm not going to be seeking them out. Um, but like this is a good I don't, movie. I don't wish it's, that on any of you guys. Just confirm for me, Ross. Arnie's not in any of those sequels. Nope. Is Arnie not in any That's of those I mean. sequels? Oh well, then who could he? he who could he nope care? Carl Weathers even in any of them. Nope. They don't even no, reanimate Carl no, Weathers. Carl Weathers. You don't even get a Carl <laughs> Weathers force ghost. Is Carl <laughs> Weathers' arm even in those movies? <laughs> yeah. I wish. Yeah. Maybe out of shot. Let's uh, let's wrap up. We've we've gone long on this film, but I think it's because it's it's a good, it's a really it's a really fun film to talk about. Like, there's all these so many points throughout the movie we just you can really get into. Um, and I, I'm I'm glad to have revisited this after after many many years. Like, it's a good film to come back. It was to. a good watch. Once it's, every it's good fun to talk about as well, and all the tri- oh, like yeah. the sheer like fountain of trivia. I, I didn't expect that. Well, it's quite yeah, a it's yeah. quite a, a big small movie. It's kind of like a this enormous movie culturally, that like, you know, wasn't made with this wasn't a huge budget film when it was made. Like you know, nobody in it was <coughs> at the peak of their career when it was made. Like it's a good so it's a there's, there are things wrong with this movie. There are things they could have done better if they had had more money or more time or whatever. And I think that's mm-hmm. why we've talked so long about it, about it is because like there's a lot to pick apart, a lot to digest here. You know more than maybe some of the other things that we do. Um, so what what Arnie movie are we going to watch next? I, I don't. I'm not sure we've got any in the run. In the I don't run know. Now, Sam, we'll I, probably have to discuss because um, Ross and I might do one uh, while you're uh, on assignment, and uh, but we'll have to discuss to make sure we don't do one that you're desperate to be on for. I'm going to say Batman and Robin, where <laughs> where, where Arnie gets what to play. I, I, what did I ever do to you, Sam? I, I really fucking, I really, really 
I really love hating that movie, and that's a really weird oh. thing to say. But we'll oh get no! Into it on the oh episode. no! That's a terrible movie, but it's so terrible I can't look away. It's coming like, soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. That is going to be one of my. Picks. I wish. Love I wish it. people on the podcast feed could see the look on Ross's face. <laughs> <laughs> Disgust just, and just, just disdain. Just the wall turning to ash in my hands. That's just like somebody came into his room, pulled down their pants, took a shit on his desk in front of him, and then walked out again. <laughs> Like that's Ross, the look on Ross, his face. Can you finish it off? Finish, finish off the podcast by, uh, in your Ronnie accent, saying, "Freeze, I freeze." <laughs> that's it. There it is. Yeah, thanks, thanks everyone. For we'll see you next week. <laughs> get to the chopper! <laughs> get to the chopper! Oh, really you lost it, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he reached. <laughs> Right, thanks everyone. <laughs> <laughs>